Welcome to the Talk and Chatter Experience ASBK wrap-up show, brought to you by HJC Australia and Gasoline Alley Harley-Davidson. After another fantastic weekend of racing at round three of the Australian Superbike Championship at Queensland Raceway, we took a bit of a wander around and had a chat to a fair few of the riders on Sunday evening as they were packing up. It was one of those weekends where every class basically broke lap records. And right from OJC right through to Superbikes, there was just some phenomenal racing. And if you have race weekends like that all the time, gee, the spectators would be certainly happy with what they see in at Queensland Raceway. And that circuit just put on some fantastic racing and just the facility that was around there with a great trade alley and the spectators really embraced it. So sit back, have a bit of a listen to this wrap up show. Our first guest is Glenn Ellerton. Let's have a listen to what Glenn has to say. Yeah, look, it was a promising weekend. We had a really good test here and um, everything pointed towards us being strong. Um, I just found that uh, our one lap pace was decent, but um, our long race pace we really struggled with. And um, it's a circuit where, you know, you gotta break really hard at those turn three and turn six, those hairpins. You really gotta still be able to carry your momentum, but it's a 180 degree turn. You gotta take all that weight, turn it, send it back the other way. Um, we struggled in those corners. The faster corners like turn one and turn two, we were really strong in that race. In race one, we had the fastest first sector of the race. So um, yeah, we have improvements to make on those slower second gear corners and just acceleration out of those corners. But um, I still feel like we improved. I mean, our lap time was better than last year. And if you look in the races, a lot of guys, um, I mean, a couple of guys improved, like Herfoss improved, but he's a different guy from from last year but guys like Mike he, he went a little bit slower than he did last year and I put that down to just the different tyre compound that we have now um, I think last year's tyre probably produced a better race tyre overall than what we have now but the tyre we have now produces a better fast lap you know the one lap pace so it's just the way that the boiled down that we just didn't have our setting spot on for for this but this is Racing is an ever-moving goalpost. You never just have it set in stone and concreted in and you just kick the ball at the same post every time. Otherwise, it'd be easy. It's always moving, the target's moving, the tyres changing, you've got to adapt. So that's what we have to learn to do better and move on to Darwin where, where we can be strong. 16 laps, 16 laps at a place like this must be, I think Darwin would be just as physical. Hard acceleration, hard yeah. braking. Pretty physical places, yeah? Very physical. Um, the physicality of this track, probably second to none with the heavy braking and it's just repetitive. You brake really heavy into turn one even though it's one of the faster corners. You brake really heavy into turn three and then you repeat the process straight away for turn four and then you barely get a hold of yourself and you're into turn six again. You've got to brake really hard and the weight, the weight distribution, I'd love to see some stats of data of how much weight is being pushed through the handlebars on the brakes at this track repetitively over and over because yep. Um, if you're not prepared and you're not fit for a, a race like this, you would just fall to bits. So mm. I kind of like that aspect of our racing, the physical side of it. And I feel like as we get into longer, like if we had longer races, I feel like it would benefit me. Yep. Um, because, you know, I'm probably bigger and a little bit stronger than a couple of the guys, like most of the guys out there. So um, I enjoy that aspect of it. I wish we had longer races, but um, yeah, Darwin is different. It's physically hard because of the heat. The heat just drains you and the humidity drains you. But this place, it's just raw. Grab the brake as hard as you can, back chip three gears, and then do it all over again. You've got to do that four times a lot. You've got 16 of them, so it's a, it's a long one. What do you work on between now and then? Obviously, you're not going to tell us the details of everything, but what happens between now and uh, yeah, up like, to Darwin in five weeks? I'd like to do a test just to just try some, some big changes to the rear of the bike, just, yeah. just geometry changes, Probably, maybe not damping changes or spring rate changes, yeah. just change the geometry. Try to get some rear grip feel 
and try to also get that longevity in the tyre because, yeah, like in that first race, I showed that I had the pace to catch the leaders. Yep. Um, and if I started with the leaders, I wouldn't have to take so much out of the tyre. But, you know, it's promising. Everything we need is there. We just got to put all the pieces together with this package to get the most out of the tyre and not stress it too much. And um, and I think we can do that. It's just a matter of um, putting the little pieces together. And I mean, it's refreshing to see Troy going as good as what he is. And and what I can see is just confidence. Mm. And, and I would bet that the package itself hasn't changed that much. Yep. And I feel like I'm in the same sort of boat where I know if I get some confidence up, yep in the bike and more seat time that I can do the same thing. So I, that, I get confidence from seeing how he's going so well. For sure, and Darwin's been a good place to you in the past as well. So. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and that physicality yeah. is, is something deal. that comes yep. into the last couple of laps. It's always tough. What's the ideal race distance? Say we did 16 laps here, is it 20, 22? 20. I reckon 20 to 24, somewhere yeah. in that region. I mean, we're supposed to be professionals, yeah? and. We come all this way, yep. and I don't want to be negative in any way because I, lo I love our racing, mm. but um, there's got to be an aspect of, of the show. Like, you know, if you have a race that's drawn out and nobody's battling, yep. then okay, you probably want it to be shorter, but that race was a battle to the last lap For in sure. both races. Yep. So, like, in my opinion, um, we should be going longer distances mm. um, so we can test the physicality of, of everybody here and, and your mental strength. And uh, I would like to see the races be longer, personally. Makes sense. Well, mate, thank you for thank you for everything. And there's one thing that I will show you off uh, off air about a video of actually ex uh, edge grip. So it'll be yep. something you'd like to see. So awesome, um, mate. Have a safe travel home, and we'll see you uh, see you probably in Dublin. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, mate. Next up, we have Josh Newman in the Supersport 300 class, having a bit of a talk about his weekend up here at Queensland. Yeah, we got off to a good start, qualifying 10th, the best of the year so far. And then um, race race one surprised myself a little bit, getting right to the front and leading a few laps. And then same thing happened in race two. Race three was a bit further behind in the pack, but yep. charged my way through back to the front. Mate, that, um, we spoke of it yesterday afternoon, the exit of turn five. Uh, you can see it as it's happening, like obviously a little bit of rev limiter, they catch you a little bit, but yeah. you've got the speed coming through the rest of the track and your braking seems fantastic, yeah? Yeah, we struggled with it all weekend. I think it's just, we don't have the right gearing, not tall enough, we're just yeah. on the rev limiter through there. But um, we seem to be able to make it up down the back straight and we've got some really strong sections with our bike yep. and I seem to be all right on the brakes. Do you walk away from this weekend nice and happy? Yeah, I'm super pumped with how I went compared to Eastern Creek, it's yeah. just getting better and better. And it's just the confidence of that. You've got a little bit of time away from the rounds now. What do you do in between? Um, gonna, hopefully we try and race the um, two hour at St George and then just do some track days. Um, racing my Ovale next, uh, next month yep. with um, Evolution Sports Group and um, just training, cycling, cool. trying to ride my bike as much as I can. Well, man, it's been awesome to watch you progress this weekend because, like, obviously the first session came out really fast. Then the second session, chisel away, chisel away to lead a race and be in that group it was fantastic to watch. So thanks for your time today. No problems. Next up, it was Troy Herfoss, who had a perfect weekend up here at Queensland. Pole position and two race wins. You can't get better than that. And obviously, Troy's on really good form. The team seemed to be working well. So let's sit back and have a bit of a listen to what Troy has to say after he finished the races on Sunday afternoon. Tell us about your weekend, Troy Herfoss. Ah... 
Jeez, where do I start? It's, um, yeah, we knew we were strong coming here. Like, um, we still started the year pretty good. Like, Phillip Island's a tough track and we got through it really well. It's been very hard to not overcook it with how, how well Josh has been riding. Yeah. Um, to, to try and keep doing my own thing has been very hard because he's been so dominant. And, um, but coming here, we had a really good test and, and I knew I had good speed. We've, we've, we've made some progress with myself and the bike. And um, yeah, so I knew I had to capitalise this weekend, but we're here at Mike Jones land. Yeah. And, um, and he's got nothing to lose. And, and look where, the way he rode, like, man, that was some titanic battles we just had. And, and I was in such a hard position because I didn't want to lose my championship. But I had to beat him because mm. it was, you know, one point for Cole. If I had finished second in two races, it would have been, you know, a six-point gain. I would That's have been 30 points behind or yeah. 29 points behind. Um, so to get them two wins, it was it was so worthwhile to me to close the gap. And, um, mate, I'm just so... I can't believe I got a perfect weekend. I really can't. I knew I'd have a chance of winning a race, but I just can't believe we got... Um, a perfect weekend. Yeah. You said it at the podium, very rarely you get perfect weekends in your career. Do you yeah. know how many you had? I think, I know I had one at Morgan Park in the early days. I, I actually don't think I had one at Wakefield Park. I used to always go 2-1 or 1-2 with Wayne and, mm. and for a lot of years I had pole position point on him. Yeah. So everyone would say oh, I'm, the, I'm the Wakefield guy but it was only because I had the pole position point. We actually, we actually always split wins. Mm. So I don't reckon, yeah, I, I actually think it's just Morgan Park. Maybe one, one time in my career. Pretty rare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty exciting. Like to see you come out here, and obviously QRRC was five weeks ago. Yeah, you had base here at that point too. Yeah, at that point still I knew. But yeah, I, the Mike was also on a practice bike. Yeah, and so I didn't know yep. what his jump would be. And so coming into the weekend, I knew no matter how Mike rode, we were going to be racing on Sunday because I know he's good here. I know he's calculated. Mm. I know he'll work towards something. Yep. Um, I was a little bit more gun ho on Friday, and I wanted to prove to everyone that I was fast enough. Yep. But I haven't been there yet. I haven't showed that raw speed needed to win. Yep. So, yeah, I'm just glad we ticked all the boxes. Mate, you've got a, uh, a fantastic history of motorsport and dirt track and road racing. How's that battle go down for you in, in history? It's yeah, like I said to one. Mike, I'm like, look, if that was Sydney last, that championship race, oh. that was equally as good. It's just that it wasn't for a championship. So it sort of doesn't mean as much. I feel like I got one back on him today, but mm. that race, because it would meant so much to us both. And I'll be honest, it. it I will still remember that race probably over these ones just because we were racing for a championship yep. and, um, and we both just threw everything at it and the, and the best man won on that day and, and um, yeah, I feel like I was, I had a little bit on him this weekend, yep. I think, like, um, but in saying that, it was sort of luck of the draw there at the end, like, we had to really both fight for it, thank you, we had to really both fight for it, so you can't really say one was much better than the other, it was so close, but... It definitely is a race I'll never forget, and I do enjoy the races with Mike because yep. um, uh, he's he's becoming more aggressive, but he's always so calculated. Yeah. And I enjoy I enjoy that part of racing. That's the reason I race a motorbike is because of that, not because I want to win by ten seconds. I love when you're in a battle with someone, mm. and um, yeah, I just I love that feeling of being in a battle, the adrenaline of it, and when it all comes down to the wire, yeah, it's just the best feeling. Sportsmanship, mate. Yeah. That's what we're all about. And um, yeah. to see the sportsmanship between the barriers, it's pretty damn cool. And yeah. it's turning into one of those rivalries that's uh, got a few years in it. I hope <laughs> so, yeah. And, and like when you look at what's happening, we're going to a track now that I've been really good at in the past. Yes. Josh has been dynamite in the past. And thank you. And, and, and recently, Mike's been dynamite there. Yeah. So we're going to a track that, you know, we've, we've had 
you know, tracks that suited um, Josh and, and then here for Mike and, and I, I'm, I'm here, I like this track as well. And now we're going to a track where all three of us probably are going there thinking we can win. And that that's always makes for a good fun battle. Man, that's going to be exciting. <laughs> yeah. so. And you know what, not even just us. You've got um, Glenn and young Max Stouffer and um, I'm forgetting people, Brian Starring, all these guys. There's more. There's, yeah, there's crew. all crew. Yeah. Sorry, I, I knew I was leaving someone out. Last year we were all fast, so it's going to be yeah. It's it's shaping up to be a great championship. What do you do between now and then? That's five weeks away. What's uh, to I'm do? I'm absolutely all in as a professional motorbike rider. I, I'm I'm riding the motocross bike three times a week. I'm working on the bike after it. Um, I'm I'm doing my gym. I'm doing some cycling. Um, and I've got two kids at home now, so um, yeah, putting a lot of stress on my wife because I'm I'm so much into my racing at the moment. But I'm pretty lucky because uh, Emily's been a competitive athlete and yep. she she knows what it takes to to do good. So she's she's all in as well. So she's at the track with me at the motocross track and and um, yep. yeah, pushing me along. It's family racing once again. Yeah, mate, thank you very much. And um, yeah, we'll see you uh, see you in a few weeks. Yeah, looking forward to it. Cheers, bud. Cheers, Next up was Crew Halliday, who also had a fantastic weekend here up in Queensland. It was one of those tracks where I thought Crew would really succeed well, and he obviously did. Just that riding style that we see with Crew, and just if you get a chance to spectate down any of those hard braking areas, the bike's just sideways, and Crew's in total control. So let's have a listen to what Crew has to say. Yeah, weekend went pretty good. Uh, you know, it's the first time I've ever put on the podium here, so we had we had pretty good pace. It's just uh, you know, same old story with me, lacking starts. I need, to, I need to sort of speak to the team and we need to come up with something because I think I'm losing so much energy at the start of the race trying to catch, play catch back up, but uh, it is what it is. But, you know, I, I was pumped for the team. We got two, two um, third positions and a bit of an unlucky situation there at the end. You know, I went to congratulate Troy and just both our paths crossed at the wrong time and, you know, we just come in, come in contact with each other and we break lever just sort of bumped him and basically wedged me sideways and pitched me butt. No, it's, uh, other than that, Good weekend, uh, good bunch of points, and you know, looking forward to heading up north. Mate, this seems like one of those tracks that would really suit your riding style. It's that sort of aggressive sort of track with a hard brake, really good acceleration, and yeah, super moto rider for many yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. I, Is yeah. it though? I know, I know what you're thinking. I know exactly what you're saying, but for some reason, it's like it's like when I go quicker, these other guys are going quicker, mm. and I just can't get that extra little bit. Um, I, it's it's such a weird it's such a weird track because it's one of those things where it's like you try to go faster and you end up going slower mm. and then you come out here the next day your mind's fully reset out of sleep thought about it come out here relaxed you go quick yep. then next session you go slower it's because you put pressure on yourself to try to go faster but um, yeah I man the longer I've been in this class I'm starting to like the faster flow and stuff like Phillip Island and wow. Eastern Creek and it's I don't know why I'm trying to work it out but I can't even sort it out myself. What do you do between now and Hidden Valley? Well, I just said to the team, the, the guys, then uh, probably get a, like a practice bike off them, do some laps around Eastern Creek. I uh, yep. think they might even get me up here, maybe even come back to Queensland Raceway. Uh, yep. You know, it's pretty close, not close, but it's a similar corner style to Darwin. You know, yep. got those long sweepers, and um, we usually have a hit out here before we go up there. But uh, man, I've got to go back to work, got a mortgage to pay, you know, just yep. living the normal life for a bit, and uh, get on me pushy, probably ride some motocross, and uh, yeah, might even have a party here or there. Never know. Unreal, mate. It's been great to watch anyway. Thanks, You've had bro. a good weekend, and um, yeah, we'll see you in Hidden Valley. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Brian Starring took the time out to have a bit of a chat to us after the weekend. It was a bit of a tough one for him up here in Queensland, and you can hear it 
as we sat down to have a bit of a discussion at the end of Sunday evening. So let's have a listen to what Brian has to say about his weekend. Ah, oh, um, massive frustrations this weekend. Uh, we came here like super optimistic, and uh, I'd say that like the momentum and the trajectory of like our team since we started uh, in February like has been the, the the momentum has been building really like, rapidly, and. Uh, you know, whilst I haven't had a super impressive race yet this year, I feel like I've had the pace to get some big results that I haven't quite achieved. And then this weekend was just the complete opposite of that. We um, we never had the pace from the start, um, and I never really found it. So, like, um, if anything, as the weekend progressed, we we actually seemed to seem to find uh, less speed. So. Um, yeah, look, back to the drawing board there. I, I will, at this stage, I just want to say there's nothing more than a, a really bad weekend. Yep. And um, sometimes it happens, but like, yeah, really like, mm. I don't know, I sort of uh, want to apologise to the guys because I don't know what where it went wrong, but, yep. you know, I guess uh, the guys are good. We win and lose together as a team. Yep. And um, this weekend, we didn't have it. What's it take to be fast at a track like this? It's a weird track to be fast at, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, Where is it difficult? I mean, you know. Yeah, I guess the difficult part is um, is 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 not rushing the is not rushing the, the corners because this, this track just tricks you into breaking so late all the time. Um, and and I'm going to say that in the past it's how I found the lap time, but I haven't been able to um, capitalise. I think the way that I would normally ride the motorbike like that here. So. Um, Mm, yeah, it's um, it's a funny one. This this track, you need big brakes, you need big horsepower, but you also need big grip. Mm. Um, and whilst the layout's really, really simple, it's actually one of the most difficult places to be fast and competitive. Strange, isn't it? It is very strange. What do you do between now and uh, five weeks' time, Hidden Valley? Yeah, so uh, we need to get a little bit of a testing program together to get back on the motorbike, but. Um, which we don't exactly have yet, but at some stage we'll, we'll probably fit a ride in between now and then. I don't know exactly where it's going to be. The truck's going to go back to Melbourne tonight, yep. um, and I'm heading back to Perth. Yep. But um, at some point we'll ride before Darwin, um, and uh, yeah, that's it. There's no no exact plan just now. Cool. Well, mate, thanks for your time. No worries, thank you. Next up, we get to talk to Ty Lynch and discuss his weekend in the Supersport class, which was one of these weekends where it's such a hardly fought class and. Ty rode extremely well, so let's have a bit of a listen to what Ty has to say. Uh, yeah, look, uh, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off the deep end. It wasn't a fantastic weekend, but um, oh, we consolidated at the end of the day. Yeah, valuable points, but um, yeah, could have, could have definitely been better. That's for sure. Race one, huge moment on the exit turn two. Tell us about that. Yeah, oh, look, I just gave her the berries and hope for the yeah. best. Really, I, um, yeah, like. In my mind, we could have won race one, mm. um, and that's what I was going for. I gave it a good run out of uh, out of one, ran up on Ollie in turn two, and just yeah, gave it a bit much throttle on the exit, and yeah, just about went to orbit, but saved it. <laughs> saved it and made some positions back as well. Like it was pretty much get straight back on the throttle. Was it the last lap or the second last lap? No, it was the last, was the last lap. lap one, yeah, so I got pipped for fourth. Um, so I was in fourth, and then yeah, made a dive. Yep. In the in the last corner, yeah, ended up third in the first race, which was great. But um, yeah, tell us about race two. Oh, look, race two was a little bit of a it was a stab in the dark. We made some changes. Um, 
yeah, they just weren't the right ones, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah so we, uh, as frustrating as that is, it's sort of, we, yeah, we don't take it lightly, neither do the boys at Michelin. So yep. they know we've got a job at hand to do now and, and we're not going to make the same mistake twice. So now you've got, uh, you've got a couple of months between rounds. What do you do? Well, we've got, yeah, we've got two months or three months almost. So um, obviously, as a lot of people know, we're going to do the uh, AFTN. So we're going to do the Flat Track Nationals. Um, so for me, that's going to be a, a valuable step in the right direction with bike time. Yep. Um, we've got a lot of testing uh, organised for the next you know, two months on the road bike as well. So I think just, just bike time is most important. Yeah. yeah, we've got a lot to test with the, the bikes themselves, but I don't think there's any drastic changes that need to be made. We're in the window. We just, today we went just a step out of it and yep. it was yeah, not the right one. There's no replacement, like it's an old saying that there's no replacement for time actually on the bike, is it? No, that's exactly right. And a lot of people miss that sometimes. I'm very fortunate where I can I can have four or five months off the bike and still still get on it and, and yep. do it do okay. Obviously I'm not gonna perform like I am at the moment, but yep. I don't seem to be too far off. So it doesn't take much for me and I, I think I'm lucky like that. Um, but yeah, that some people don't understand, like bike time's the most valuable. Uh, aspect of riding the bike altogether. Yep. When it comes to racing, you need seat time. 100%. Well, mate, thanks for your time. Safe travels back to uh, back home. When do you head home tonight? Yeah, no, so back home tomorrow, I think midday tomorrow. So, yep. yeah, get a, get a nice rest, get to watch the GP tonight. That's, you know, sit down, study that. This won't come out before then, but who's your tip for tonight? Ooh, tip for tonight. It's interesting. I haven't done a whole lot of watching it over the weekend, but I'm gonna I'm going to say I'd like to see Pedrosa and Miller Mm. On, the, uh, on the podium. Of course, I want to see Jack win. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my tip for it. But um, yeah, I think Pedrosa is going to be out the front as well. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see. So thanks for your time, mate, and uh, we'll see you at the next one. No worries, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. Our next guest is Max Stelfer. So let's hear what Max Stelfer had to say about his weekend. Yeah, look, Friday started off really tough. Um, even Saturday morning wasn't easy. I was struggling. I was doing the same time every lap around, and I just couldn't seem to make any time up whatsoever. But um, you know, I seemed to find something uh, come qualifying time and I was able yep. to do my PB lap and put me in P5, which is a personal best finish in qualifying for me, which I was really happy about. And I was um, like, you know, maybe 0.3 off front row and half a second off pole. So for me, that's really good. Um, and I had two really strong races. It's the closest I've finished to, to the race leader. Race one was nine seconds, yep. um, even with a mistake. And um, um, yeah, and my best finishing position, which is P6, um, I'm really happy. Mate, to sit here, like, I don't know if you remember, but 12 months ago we were talking about the same sort of things about being here and that, and we're talking about electronics, and it was your first year in Superbike last year, and it was a frustrating time actually here at QR for you last year. It's night and day from last year watching you as a rider change. Um, tell us about the change over the year. Look, it um, sort of makes me so happy, like, um, in this race last year, I finished 50 seconds behind the race, uh, race leader. Now I'm finishing nine seconds behind the race leader, um, and I'm battling on with people, you know. Um, so that's really good. But you know, we're just getting the MoTeC so much better, and I'm so yeah. happy we're stuck with it. Um, you know, Dad's putting in countless hours on it to try and get it better for me, and it really is showing. Um, you know, well, I hope it's showing um, mm. as we're getting closer to the front, and. Um, you know, I still think there's a lot to gain on it, and I think there's a lot that me and Dad have to learn. You know, I'm still not riding the best. I need to fix up a lot of things that I do, and um, yeah, just in general, we need to get the bike better. So I think, yeah, we've got a lot of time to gain. Mate, you've rocked up at every racetrack this year so far and been competitive. You know, you've been within way better than last year and within the limits of the other riders. That must be, even just that, like every time you go out, it's not just Sydney Motorsport Park, or it's not just this, every time. Must be all good. 100%, I think a lot of people sort of maybe thought, you know, oh, look, 
no, but somebody's going past the basic creek, you know, that's all we'll be fast at, you know, but to, to go to Phillip Island and qualify on the front row and be competitive and actually have a better meeting at Phillip Island than what I did at Eastern Creek was um, really <laughs> positive and I hope, you know, after having a good meeting at Phillip Island and going really well here has proved to a lot of people that, you know, I'm not here just to make up the numbers and I'm here to try my best and get close to, as close to the front as possible. Um, you know, I want to do well and, you know, that's why I turn up every time I work as hard as I do. Mate, you're doing very well and we see you working hard and um, it's paying back because, yeah, Nine seconds from 50. The results are there. So, man, well done. Thank you very much. Appreciate cool. it, mate. Cool, Max. Appreciate it, mate. After speaking with Max, we found Tom Bremich, who was just loading his last bike into the trailer. So let's hear what Tom Bremich had to say about his weekend up here in Queensland. Um, yeah, up and down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Started really well. I had good pace in all the practices. Yep. Um, we had a test here a few weeks ago, and we knew that we we're gonna be in good shape. Yep. Um, so the practice was went really well, really smooth, um, which is what we wanted. Yep. Qualifying one was good, went fast I've ever been here. 0.00 nothing off the lap record. Duncan just picked me up the end, which was a bit of a shame, but he was riding really well. So uh, we went too fast about that. We had a good pace and front row start. Um, and then this morning, we did all our usual checks last night with the clutch and the bike and servicing and whatnot. Um, but this morning we didn't get a warm up because of the wet That's weather. Right. Yeah, yep. Um, <coughs> and in hindsight, that really hindered us because we went into the race and we had a mechanical problem that I had to ride around all race and I salvaged 10, mm. um, which was so disappointing um, after where we'd been all weekend long. Um, and then, yeah, we fixed it for race two and I finished third, which I wasn't stoked about either, but I was, uh, yeah, after this morning, it wasn't too bad. Extra some points on the board and another podium, which was nice, but mm. yeah, really wanted to win this weekend. So looking forward to the next one already. I asked Max, Max Dalfa just before about um, track temp. Yeah. Got awfully hot, the second one. Yeah. Did that play any part to it? Because it just seemed, um, the pace didn't seem to be there as much <coughs> in race two. Yeah, the pace definitely wasn't there. I, I couldn't understand it either because they're looking at my lap time and thinking, mm. what's where, when's this lap going to come? That's right, yeah. But um, it's the same for everyone because we were at the front and, you know, I'm sure if we could all do 11-1 or whatever we did, yes, 11-2, yep. yes, so we would have. But the pace was sort of more or less like 11-7 to 12-2, which was strange, but... I don't know, like, I don't, yeah, maybe the Aussie racing cars had something to do with it because we, Supersport seemed to be like the first mm. big, like it, used, it was like OJC, then Supersport after the Aussie racing cars. Yep. And that, on the Friday, we didn't have that. Um, yeah. On Friday and on Saturday morning, we didn't have that. Um, and because I know Friday, uh, Saturday afternoon for the qualifying, it was strange as well. Everyone expected to go faster. I'd only done four laps on my tyres, saving them for the afternoon, thinking yep. it'd be the fastest session. Um, so that was a bit strange too, whether that came into play, I'm not sure, whether yeah. the temperature, the wind picked up as well. It did, yeah. Um, I didn't actually catch any superbike times, I just watched the race, but whether they were as fast as I'm yeah, not sure. I, I, yeah, I was down filming, so I missed that as well, yeah. I didn't commentate that yeah. one. So, yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it'd be interesting to have a look yeah. back through them, but those boys are always within a few tents anyway, they're so on it, yep. it's, it's crazy. But um, yeah, I felt, yeah, a little bit of a missed opportunity, but um, still happy with, you know, sometimes you've got to look back in these moments to see mm. where you are, you know, yep. like where we come from to where we are now. Like to be disappointed is probably a good thing. Yep. Like, you know, maybe a year ago I would have been stoked with this, so. Yeah, that's right. Come, yeah. a, come a long way in that time and yep. uh, 
to see that what happened at turn four on that first race, yeah. you still made the best of the bad situation. Yeah. You know, like there was a few positions lost, but you gained a few positions back on those two last laps. Yeah. So that was okay too. Yeah, no, I was. I knew every every point's going to matter come yep. the end of the championship. Like, uh, we're not even really thinking about the championship anymore. We just want to go fast, yep. win some races, and whatever happens happens from now on. Like we've yeah, can't control what we've already done. It's already yep. behind us. So, but yeah, the turn four was. Yeah, it's easy. Everyone, it's easy to just blame the bike and whatever, but. Um, Sometimes that's the reality, and yeah, it's like that's yeah. racing. So, yep. you know, it's a team sport. There's a bike, the team, the rider, and yep. some, if something, let's, if one of those things falters, then mm. the result isn't going to be there, is it? So, um, yeah, disappointing, but recovered, I suppose. Tell us about the Q1 time, that, that pace, right? Yeah, that's insane. Like that is such a fast pace to be out here. What's it feel like riding around this place at that pace? Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It actually felt really. Um, like it's never comfortable when you're qualifying, but it felt easy is not the right word, but when you're in a flow, it just works, you yeah. know, and you got new tyres, you're super focused for that that few laps that you've really got to mm. get down, um, get your times down. And yeah, I did have a bit of a reference, like a bit ahead of me, which helped as well. Um, but yeah, I didn't think I'd come here and do 12-2 and, yeah. you know, really close to that record. So, um, and to be honest, I actually felt like our, our plan was to do three laps, get a banker, sit out, yep. go hard in the next one and go faster, yep. but we didn't. Um, in hindsight, we should I should have just kept going because I think there was a high 10 in me for sure. Really? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, when we looked at the data, there was a few mistakes, um, got balked, had to roll off. Yep. So everyone's got, every, everyone's always, for sure. there's never a perfect lap. Like everyone's always got their tents that they could have done better or worse, yep. or whatever, but um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see a 10 next year. Well, mate, it's an exciting time and uh, yeah. super sport category. Damn, oh, it's heavy. I, I, I'm loving being a part of it because yeah. I feel like we've copped a bit of flack, really, like mm. in just in the distant past and like even a little bit recently and stuff, you know, sure. with not being fast enough and people coming in and smoking us like Voight and people like that. Um, but it's really good to see, like, I think on Saturday there was like 10 of us within a second, yep. and the front guys were all within half a tenth of that record, so that's pretty cool. Like, that's good. That's everyone's the levels improved, yep. the talent's always been there. Yeah, um, you know, the team is probably getting better, but everyone's everyone's just stepping up, which is it's awesome. Like, it's Maybe. good to be part of. I really like loving it at the moment. It's a great time to be in super sport, like, yeah. you know, same like all the ranks through OJC, super sport 300, super yep. sport. Like, if they're all healthy, the next 10, 20 years of our sport's going to be healthy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's competitive. It's on lap record pace. Yeah. A lower at lap record pace. And yeah. what else do you need? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. So, yeah. and good racing. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. And, yeah, it's healthy all the way through the championship at the moment. Like, if anything, it'd be awesome to see a few more superbikes, yeah. really. Because, like, when you think back to, like, the Ben last year when it's so stacked. Yeah. And there's, like, it's hard to get in the top 15. Like, that's cool. That's yeah. what ASBK needs. So... It'd be awesome to see if you, yeah, like that's my goal to get to Superbike. Like yep. I want to be part of that. I think that's why everyone's here. So yeah, um, yeah, that'd be an awesome dream. I've banged on about it for a few years now. It's pride in the Australian Superbike Championship too. Yeah, it's it's a huge thing to win. Yeah, and if you win one of them, it's bloody unreal. You yeah, until, you know what I mean. And oh, I think I think that's really there. You yeah, hundred percent. And like for me, like I, I I'm proud of 
I think everyone should be proud to be an ASBK rider. For sure. Because, like, when people doubt the championship and, and you know, discredit it, that's not good for anyone. That's not good for sponsors, it's no. not good for factories, it's not good for riders, teams, everyone everyone involved, it's not good. And that everyone here deserves the credit. For like, sure. especially, like, the top superbike riders, they'd be the best in the world anywhere they went. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, I actually get really annoyed when people mm. discredit ASBK because I think everyone's at a really high level. For sure. And, um, yeah, I'm proud to be part of it. I, I've got no plans on going anywhere because I want to be an Australian champion. Yeah, and I, I like the saying, so Tony Quinn that has this place, yep. about this place, people knocking it, right? Yeah. And it's like, uh, if you're doing lap records every time, yep. you can knock it. Yep. But if you're not doing lap records, don't say it's boring. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's fair yep. down enough. You and, know? <laughs> so. and it's so, like it looks so simple, that yep. it's so hard. Mm. Because everyone can go f more or less fast, yep. but to find those last few tents is so hard. Yep. And I, I don't, I think this truck's actually really technical. Mm. Like. Yeah, maybe for the punt, punt day riders doing two minutes around here, yeah, it might yeah. be boring. But when you're doing a minute 11 or minute 10 or Superbike's doing, what, minute seven, it's like, yep. that's insane, so. Yeah. yeah, it's ballistic. So, yeah. no, it's a good place. And I'll tell you what, crowd-wise, the whole event this weekend oh, has awesome. been unreal. Yeah. So, yeah. Queensland always does. as well, yeah. taking a massive step up, like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, and it's, like, the ASBK, it's good, like, because now, like, this is the standard, mm. like, all the tracks need to like sort of improve, you know? Like, yeah. AS, like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like ASBK should be put on a bit of a pedestal and like, I'm sure V8s, they've got bargaining power. Like we yeah. should be able to have that too. For sure. Yeah, and have like, the racing like this. tracks, good facilities. Look at this place. Like yeah. we're sitting out here tonight. It is like one of the best, we're yeah. probably on par with the best facility yeah. in This would have to do Phillip Island. I think so. And yeah. Phillip Island's the best track in the world, which it is, yep. but the facilities compared to like, you know, it's awesome that these, Tracks like this are stepping yeah. up. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well, mate, what do you do now? Head home tonight? Yeah, drive home tonight. <laughs> oh, jeez. Nah, Not looking forward to it. Thanks heaps, mate. Appreciate no, that. And I'll you. see you at uh, Morgan Park, yep. unless I'm in Melbourne you sometime will. before yeah. then. And so. if you are, say hello. Will do. Thanks, mate. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Cheers, mate. Mike Jones was the last person that we got to see up here on the Sunday night. Just as the sun had set, it was getting pretty cold out here at Queensland Raceway. Let's see what Mike has to say about his weekend up here having some fantastic battles, obviously, with Troy Herfoss. Mate, it honestly was a really great weekend. I, um, you know, start, start of the weekend, we were definitely, you know, missing a couple tents to the, to, to the guys at the front there. Um, I was sort of running around the, you know, third, fourth mark there, but just missing that little bit to the, to the, to the guy at the front. But, um, yeah, it all turned around there on Saturday. Uh, we were able to find something that, um, yeah, uh, something in the setting that um, gave me a little bit more confidence. and was able to uh, find those extra couple of attempts come qualifying and that put us, you know, P2 on the grid, which is really critical here to be able to, you know, start on the front row. Um, and so come the race day, you know, uh, made really, really good starts in both races, hole-shotted both races and got to the lead. And I think that was actually quite important because uh, I, I was sure that Troy's um, pace was, was quite good and maybe maybe a little bit better than, than what we had. So it was important to sort of be in front and just sort of control the race from the front a little bit. Um, knowing that, you know, once it comes to the end, like it was just going to be a dogfight as to, you know, who was going to be able to, to, to make the right sort of, um, the right sort of chess move for the, for the, for the win. And both races came down to the, to the last corner. Um, but really satisfied, you know, coming away with second place in both races and second overall for the weekend, still really satisfied because I, I felt like I rode, you know, at 100% and left everything that I could out on the track. Yep. Um, so 
it was it was also too just a really entertaining race. Like it's been a long time I think since I've had a had a real sort of hard fought, challenging race like that where you where you're battling. You know what I mean? Like especially for probably about half race distance to the to the end. Like you know we were trading places heaps there, so it was um, actually quite a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, like I said, you know ultimately. Gave it my best, gave it 100%, and um, finished. You know, challenge for the win. Came up, came up uh, with two second places, and you know, it uh, was a good, great, week, great weekend in front of the home crowd. Buck a load of points. 100%. Walk away with yeah, a buck yeah. a load of points as well, and that's it. When you talk about setup, is this something you've been missing from the start of the year, or is it just something just for this track? I think something just more so for this track in particular. Um, like, I mean, we were quite quick at, uh, you know. City Motorsport Park, yep. the, the previous round, so I don't think it was something so much there. Um, but just particularly this this circuit, just the nature of it, where it's you know heavy on the brakes and just transitioning from the from the front to the rear on the bike in the middle of the corner. So so just trying to find that balance between you know needing the support to be able to stop the bike um, well on the brakes, but then also making sure that you've got the right amount of weight to the rear of the bike, yep. um, you know, in the middle of the corner to start driving off to the exit. So yeah, it's just just finding that sweet little balance balance point with the bike and um, yeah we, we, we came up with that I think uh, pretty well on Saturday. Yeah, it's, it's a game of science isn't it like uh, <laughs> talking to a fair few of the riders and that's one of the big things trying to get weight from front to back and accelerate yeah. it's such a crucial activity obviously. 100% and I think too like from a riding point of view you know like I was I was really focused on on one area of the motorcycle and, and, and you know the sensation that I was getting from it but it was almost sort of like uh, leading us down the garden path a little bit you know the, the area that we actually really needed to work on yep. was in the opposite direction so um, <laughs> yeah that's and that's what took us sort of a little while to, to get on top of it you know typically we're, we're able to work through these things pretty quickly on Friday but you know it took us still Saturday to get on top of it and like I said it's just it's just uh, it can be a finicky thing sometimes but um, but yeah it's uh, it's that's that's what makes racing what it is. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It's 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 a it's a pretty damn special sport. And seeing right from OJC up to Superbike, it it was an awesome weekend here of racing. So, who's your tip for MotoGP tonight? We'll wrap this up here because you want to get home on Sunday night. So do <laughs> yeah, I. So look, what, what uh, who's going to win the race? Look, I'm 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 confident that uh, that uh, Alicia Spargo. You know, I think he had his quite good pace. So yep. I'm tipping him for the win. Cool, done. Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. Thanks. That's all we have time for on this ASBK wrap-up show. Thank you to all the riders that took the time out to have a chat on the Sunday evening after the races. And if you're sitting back listening or viewing this show, I hope you get a real insight from what the riders are saying and basically get a little bit more out of what we hear and see and feel from the weekend of actually being at the circuit. So if you do enjoy it, make sure you hit subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're more than happy to hear about feedback or how we can improve it or anything like that. So hope you enjoy it and we'll be back with another show really soon.